All right, I think a lot of people think if they've got a condo in Toronto, Vancouver, one of the big cities, maybe they've hit the jackpot with the rising prices. But there's some reports out today that uh, condo prices, particularly in Vancouver and also in Calgary, have been falling of late. Why is that going on and what does this mean for the Toronto condo market? Let's ask our friend John Pasalis from Realosophy. He's on the line and joins us now on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. John, how are you this afternoon? Very good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. I appreciate the time as always. Uh, first, let's uh, look at the Vancouver market if we can quickly. Uh, what is the reason that condo prices have been uh, falling there? So Vancouver's being hit by, I mean, a number of factors that have kind of cooled their housing market in general. So the province has put in a number of measures to cool speculation uh, and to reduce the number of people who are buying both houses and condos strictly as investments, leaving them empty. Uh, and a lot of this is kind of putting some downward pressure on the housing market, both for, uh, initially in the detached home segment, and now we're starting to see it in the condo segment as well. Okay, we've talked about this from time to time. Is it the foreign buyer's tax? Is it having a real effect there? Yeah, the, uh, certainly the foreign buyer's tax is kind of one of multiple measures they've put in place. So they put in measures, uh, you know, they increase their foreign buyer tax. They put in taxes for properties that are just sitting vacant. Uh, they put in luxury speculation taxes. So they have a lot of measures in there that are really kind of cooling down their market quite a bit just across the board, basically. What about affordability, John? Are there some buyers that just can't simply afford a house or a condo in Vancouver and they've just dropped out of the market? And is that hurt uh, demand? Yeah, absolutely. And I think certainly, I mean, prices got quite high and it is hurting demand. And, and the one challenge, you know, once you start to see house prices falling, you know, it makes people feel a little bit more anxious and uncertain about, you know, if prices are going to continue to fall another 5, 10, 15 percent, you know, and people certainly don't want to be buying if they if they think prices are going to get lower. So, you know, that's kind of one of the downsides of falling house prices. It kind of cools demand because people are just anxious to get into the market. You mentioned we've also seen a cooling in Calgary. Is that due to some of what we've just been talking about in Vancouver? There are yeah. other factors at play? Yeah, a little bit different in, in sort of Alberta, Calgary. I mean, those are sort of economic. I mean, the, their market has been hit a little bit more just economically and, and job losses. So they're seeing a lot more condos on the market, you know, softer prices. Uh, so kind of different factors really impacting just all the cities across Canada are doing slightly different things. Is that because the oil boom is certainly a cool there and a lot of people have uh, left the province uh, looking for bigger opportunities? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So unemployment's a little bit higher. Economically, things are cooling down and that's having, you know, sort of this downward pressure on the housing market in Alberta. All right. So if condo prices and home prices overall, real estate prices have been dropping in Vancouver and in Calgary, could we here in Toronto, do you think we could be next? I mean, it's certainly possible, but we're not seeing any signs of that happening in the near term. I mean, the, the, the short-term future, I mean, the condo market's been quite busy. Uh, you know, both sales and prices are up. And again, a lot of that is because, uh, you know, people can't really afford single-family homes as much and are kind of getting pushed down into the condo market, primarily because of the stress test. So we're still seeing a lot of demand, but certainly that could cool by, by next year, very possible. Yeah, is that possible? Because I think that's what we saw in Vancouver. What was originally driving some of the condo prices was what you just mentioned, that you know a lot of first-time buyers couldn't afford single-dwelling uh, or single-family homes, so they went to, to condos, and now they've become so expensive that, as we said, the affordability factor has really played a, a role there, and there's uh, less demand. Are we starting to see a bit of that here in Toronto? Yeah, I think, and I think we're going to start to see that. I mean, if you just think about it rationally, you can only have condo prices going up, say, 10% a year with detached prices going down or flat 
before condo prices hit a point where you start thinking, well, maybe it's worth spending a little bit more to get it detached, right? And we're kind of starting to get to that point where the gap between a condo and a detached home is pretty much at its lowest level it's been in a long time. Um, so if condo prices keep going up and detached homes stay flat, you know, eventually we're going to get to a point where people just start moving to semi-detached row houses or detached houses instead. All right. What is your prediction, uh, prediction sorry, for the uh, coming year when it comes to the Toronto market? For the, yeah, for the rest of the year, it's probably going to be uh, pretty busy. I mean, sales have been up double digits over the past four or five months, and I think a lot of that is people adjusting to the stress test. So uh, August has been busy, so I'm, it's probably going to be a busy fall market in the uh, in the GTA. Yeah, but for those that are concerned that we might see something like in Vancouver and Calgary that we've been talking about, is the time to sell? Is it now if you want to sell at the highest point? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I wish I knew. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those things, you know, it's, it's impossible to time the market. I mean, uh, I, I'm not selling anything that I own. I'm not kind of, you know, taking the cash and running. I mean, if, if you live in your home and, and you're going to be there for a long term, I mean, there's no point in selling. I mean, a home is a place to live more than more than investment. So I wouldn't be rushing to sell. You know, that's great advice. And I think the other part of the equation people don't factor in is if you do sell your home and it's your only home, you might sell high, but uh, you're also going to have to buy high. <laughs> exactly. I mean, and you, need, you need somewhere to live. You know, it's not uh, it's not that simple. So absolutely. All right, John, appreciate the time and the expertise as always. Uh, Thanks so much. My pleasure.